Hi, Florida. We know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Alex is producing today. Uh, as you can probably hear in the background, we are live today at the Hoover Met for the start of the SEC baseball tournament. It was already delayed by weather. And I must tell you, the forecast is not good for tomorrow and Thursday especially. They're, they're expecting some really nasty storms here on Thursday. Today supposedly is the day with the least chance of rain And I can tell you right now, it is overcast, but not raining at the moment. And Alabama has gotten off to a good start in the opening game here. As you can imagine, a lot of Bama fans are here. Auburn's in the tournament, too. So the SEC certainly happy for that. Alabama, the 11 seed, leads the 6 seed, Georgia, 5-1. to As we start the top of the third, Georgia's starting pitcher already knocked out of the game. It was a lefty, and uh, they, they just can't pitch. They, they really have had problems the second half of the year uh, pitching the baseball. And uh, Alabama is coming off a really good weekend uh, when they faced Alabama or uh, Arkansas. So today we are here for an hour, and uh, we will take your phone calls, I hope, uh, and do all of that with Alex producing. 392-8255, that's the phone number to call. And uh, we hope that you will call us and talk a little sports today. One of the things I was thinking about talking about today, um, it's really interesting to me what I think a fan base looks at in terms of who their play-by-play, their main play-by-play voice is. You know, in other words, the voice of the Gators or voice of the Vols or voice of the Bulldogs. Well, Florida for the first time, is going to be uh, looking for a new voice of the Gators for the first time in 33 years. So I'm wondering a couple of things. What do you look for in that? In other words, if, if you were to say voice of the Gators should be this, you know, what should that be? And then do you prefer somebody that's kind of a homer or do you prefer somebody that's, you know, down the middle? I... For me, you know, I, I never have used the word we, at least that I can think of. That's just, you know, the way that, you know, Otis Boggs, speaking of great voices, uh, that's the way he did it. Uh, I emulated him. Uh, but certainly there have been people uh, that have, you know, been, been homers, we, us, and been very, very successful and very endearing uh, to the to the uh, fan base. So, again, just want to get your thoughts today. 
in this hour that we have here. Uh, Gators get a new basketball commitment. That's certainly good. Uh, <clears throat> he is a uh, shooting guard. And Todd Golden off to a good start already. Beat Mike White out uh, for that recruit as well. So that's a good that's a good start. All right, let's hear from you. Uh, how about the Lightning? The Tampa Bay Lightning are amazing, aren't they? I mean, they took a good team in Florida and just destroyed them. Just destroyed them. I mean, who would have thought that that would have been a sweep? It, it, it's just amazing. And, you know, I was watching Barry Melrose last night, and he said, you know, they, they draft the best. They, they do the best in free agency. They do the best in the front office. Well, I, I guess he's right. It shows. They were, I mean, obviously, they, they haven't won a cup yet. But what they did was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, and I'm now looking at radar, uh, and, boy, uh, we're not terribly far from Tuscaloosa, but there's a rain band stretching uh, from Tuscaloosa. Birmingham is northeast of Tuscaloosa, and there is a rain band, and it's getting darker. I, I, I just I hope I'm wrong because I, I just don't think these next three days, today, tomorrow, and Thursday, are going to be very good. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. And I'd be in, I'm going to try to ask the SEC folks what they would do. I mean, I suppose they could, you know, play a lot of games, but then that taxes pitching. And, uh, you know, they certainly want to get this tournament in. But, boy, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what will happen here. Maybe they'll make it all single elimination. I don't know. Uh, but at least right now we're playing. And, again, we're in the third inning. And Alabama leads Georgia five to one. Let's get calls. Uh, I, I don't want to be here alone for an hour. I want to hear from you. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, Bill emails and he said, uh, "My ideal voice of the Gators would be a combination of what you just said. A bit of a homer, but not afraid to be critical if things are going wrong." I just can't stand announcers that try to paint a picture of everything being rosy when it really isn't. I I agree with that. Now, look, you know where your bread is buttered. You understand that, right? So you're not going to go out of your way. And by the way, it's starting to rain. Uh, You know where your bread is buttered. And and you don't have to be overly critical. But certainly, you're you're not going to insult the intelligence of somebody and you know say that nothing is wrong i i I just that is bothersome to me and i hope that wouldn't be the case uh paul more emails than calls today uh paul says who's your pick to win the sec tournament wow paul i haven't even thought about that to be honest look this year i will say is Different, Tennessee is the team that should do what Mississippi State did last year, which is just tank this thing. They, now I'm not saying you don't go try to win, but don't use any of your starting pitching. You know, rest them. Or, or if you do, throw them an inning, you know, like it's a bullpen, 
because even if you get beat twice, Mississippi State showed that last year. It didn't affect their seeding, and they went on to win the national championship. So they are in the catbird seat. But there are some teams here, South Carolina being one of them, that I don't think is in a regional right now. So a deep run here could certainly change things. You know, if you're Florida, I, I don't think they have a chance to host a regional unless they just, again, make a deep run here. And that is where also uh, the weather comes in. Because if you can't play as many games, well, then, you know, you don't get a chance to, to impress. And whereas other uh, places around the country might. Um, so there you go. Thank you. And uh, let's see here. Jason uh, has an email uh, to his uh, to my Mick Hubert thing. He says, uh, I, want, I want my play-by-play person to be a bit of a homer, but I also want them to be fair. Describe the action, give it a, a gator slant, but don't paint the picture that everything is rosy. But, again, I, I think that's the way a lot of people are going to do this. Man, tough today. We're not even into June yet. Vacation time is coming, right? I do see where Billy Napier and uh, Todd Golden are going to be talking to the uh, one of the uh, Gator clubs here in town. They'll be made available to the media, I think, on Thursday. Um so we'll see if they have anything to say. And then uh, one email, one more email. This is uh, John. Uh, see if I have an MLB question for you. That's unusual. Maybe that's why it's raining. Um, who has a better record at the end of the year, the Mets or the Yankees? The Yankees. The, the, the Mets just have, when you have DeGrom and Scherzer out, that's, that's tough. That, that, that's really tough to overcome. And I don't know that the Yankees are going are to continue the pace they're at right now, but they I, if you're pushing me, I would say the Yankees had the better record than the Mets. Now, if Scherzer and DeGrom were healthy, I would say the Mets. I, I think ownership finally went out and, you know, got some talent, and it shows. But with those two guys out, I just can't I just can't see where it would be better. Uh, I just got one more email here. Um, let's see. Sam says, uh, why couldn't our voice be a woman? Why not? Why not? I mean, I don't know many that do football play by play, but I'm, I'm sure if look, that's probably not going to happen. But I do think, if you're Scott Strickland, look where Mick came from. He didn't come from a major uh, college. He came from Dayton. So the new voice might be, you know, somebody who they think sounds good. Who's, and, and I think if you're going to hire somebody, you want to hire for the long term, hoping that person's going to stay. So, you know, somebody of my age, uh, yeah, probably not. All right, let's get a quick call here. William will talk to us about the Heat game last night. William, hi. Yeah, hi, Steve. Um, you know, you had a caller, I believe, last week that said called in said something about 
very few guys playing defense in the NBA. And, man, I, I can't believe, you know, last night Horford is just – he's a beast, you know. And I look back on that team with him and Noah and Corey and Torian. And, I mean, come on, no wonder they won back-to-back national championships. Well, yeah. I mean, talent sure helps. And when you have NBA talent, that helps even more. And you have a Hall of Fame coach, that helps too. So, yes, all all the boxes checked, William. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I just want to say, uh, man, I'm, I'm pulling for him. That's my team anyway. But uh, I'd really like to see Horford at least get a shot. Well, I mean, they, the, the Heat were a little outmanned last night. But I'm going to, you know, I, I was saying this to a friend of mine. Maybe I just don't have a good memory, but I just don't remember an NBA playoffs where this many key players have missed time, either through you know COVID protocol or just banged up knee, shoulder. I, there's a lot of players who are good who have missed time in this series, and that that's been that's been part of what's going on here too. I think. Yeah, no, I agree with you. All right, Steve, thanks for taking well, my yeah. call. Yes, sir. Thank you. It is 12.15, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Don't forget, only here an hour today because we'll be starting uh, the SEC tournament with Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. Florida Gator Baseball is preparing for the start of their SEC tournament run. They will play South Carolina. Coverage of that game begins after the conclusion of today's first game between Alabama and Georgia. At last look, the Crimson Tide lead the Georgia Bulldogs 5-1 in the third inning. The Gator men's tennis team has two players representing at the NCAA Individual Championships. Sam Riffis and Ben Shelton play in the second round today after winning their two matches yesterday in two sets each. The Tampa Bay Rays start a two-game set against the Miami Marlins tonight at Tropicana Field. Tune in for coverage of that game right here at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey. It's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. 
It's awesome. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season, and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okito America. That's one of the reasons we came here, to make new friends. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs, and more. Okito America has classes for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages three and up. Drop by Okito America today at 6900 Southwest Archer Road or find out more at okitoamerica.com. I know it's technically still spring, but summertime has arrived over at Kohl's. I shopped their Hello Summer Sale and got 40% off patio furniture, 50% off a few outdoor dining essentials, found a cute bikini top for under 20 bucks, and because I spent over $25, I got $10 off. Plus, I earned Kohl's cash. So if you want more style, more savings, and more sunshine, you know where to go. Select Styles offers in May 30th. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. ESPN Gainesville is your source for local and regional sports. WRUF.com has it all. We know we're absolute tops on everything. From local high school sports, including football and volleyball, to every team Gators Athletics field, WRUF.com has it covered. Check this out. This is the best part. Local writers covering local teams and local stories. ESPN Gainesville, leading the way in delivering community-oriented content. Sounds like two thumbs up to me. See what's going on now at WRUF.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Well, I told you that radar did not look good, and it is raining again. The tarp is on the field, and we are delayed in the third inning with Alabama leading Georgia 5-1. to one. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. James will talk to us. Hi, James. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Yes, sir. My question, my question for you is NBA, the game itself, and you personally, do you like how the game has changed with three-point dominant and three-point, you know, priority? Um, great question. I have mixed feelings. First of all, basketball is about shooting. You know, you, you put the ball in the basket. So... I love the fact that the three-point line is there and, you know, guys who can really shoot can get hot and do their thing. I do miss, however, low post play, you know, getting the ball inside. Now, I don't miss the 80s and 90s where, you know, you threw the ball in the post, everybody stood around. That, that I did not like that. But certainly, you know, throwing the ball to Kareem or throwing the ball to Parrish or throwing the ball to you know somebody like that was really good to see. I wish there was a little bit more of that and not so much reliant reliance on the three, but I hear you. And I agree with you. And I you know just a lot of these games just look like uh, they look like the NBA All-Star game, you know, there's not much defense. Um, and it's a lot of transition uh, because usually you get a long rebound off of a missed three. But, you know, you're either making the three or getting a long rebound. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely transition there. But, yeah, that set-up offense, 
you know, that, that uh, at least I grew up on and you saw as well, that, that definitely is not there. I don't see it that much. I mean, I, my NBA viewing has gone down and been replaced with the NHL in the last three years. But, yeah, I just, it's not entertaining to me. I don't know. What do you think a solution might be? Well, I think it just depends to, to your initial question. You know, what, what do people like? The game seems to be doing okay. It seems that, you know, younger fans seem to enjoy this. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes I'm guilty of this. We see sports through a lens of our childhood or when we were sure. young, right? Why can't it be like that? It was so great to see it. And not to say it wasn't, but everything changes. I mean, the baseball I grew up with has changed. Uh, you know, football even has changed. So I think you have to kind of roll with it. I do think there's more defense played in the league than people give it credit for because it's hard to play defense when you get a rebound and you run out. It's hard It's hard to defend that. You know, when you're athletic and you run down the floor, that's hard to defend. And back in the day, play was slower. You could get back and defend and, and get your man. Now it's about, you know, getting out and running. That's hard to defend. Well, and I give the players credit. I mean, I think when the three-point shot was invented as, you know, being worth 50% more than a regular shot, I don't think they ever envisioned it being used as much as it's being used today. No, I don't think so either. And and with guys who are 6'11", you know, shooting threes. I don't think that was ever envisioned either. Right. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Thank you. Let's bring Bill to sports scene today. Hi, Bill. You know, you ask a question about what kind of announcer would we like to have? Yeah, I would. I would like to see somebody with a uniqueness about them, uh, and definitely a homer. And we, but not, you know, I agree. It's got to be a balance. But do you ever hear Larry Munson make a call? Oh, sure. Well, there's some. You know, that guy was unique. He was entertaining. You know, he he would make a a football game entertaining, and uh, but it was scary because. The team never felt the home team never felt like they were going to win the game. If you ever heard him, and, oh, I, and uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. But but Larry was a consummate homer. It was always we 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 the dogs. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. That's what made him so entertaining. But I I think that some of the greatest calls because I watch ESPN have always been the Larry Munson calls. Oh, yeah. I, I say the, the best call I ever heard from a homer, I was coming I home, and I can't remember if it was Tuscaloosa, but I think it was when Florida played them way back when, and Munson, Georgia, was, was on radio, and I was driving home, and they were playing, and, and the, I, I, I want to say it was Auburn, but, again, I don't quite remember, but they were running the ball down Georgia's throat, just running the ball. And, you know, Munson said third and three, there's a first down. And they, you know, there's five more yards. It's second and five. And he finally said, it's another first down. Why can't we stop these people? And I almost ran off the road. I almost ran off the road. I mean, you don't, you don't rehearse that kind of call. No, that's, that's what I really enjoyed was that kind of calls. And, uh, and I've heard other announcers that were, you know, really good and entertaining, but I don't think you ever got bored with his type of calls. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that announcers, like anything else, is in the eye of the beholder. You know, some people like the Homer type. Some people want it to be sort of straight down the middle uh, or a combination of the two. It's very unique, though, when whoever that person is 
really bonds with that with that team's fans. That's a that's a cool thing. Yeah, I agree. So that's what we're looking for. If we, I don't know, you know, and I agree with that. Could, that person could come from anywhere. I, that, yeah. I don't think it has to come from a big school. I mean, it could come from it could come from high school. As a matter of fact, that's where Larry Munson came from. Yeah, and I think it's going to take you know when you're used to somebody, and somebody comes in who may be a little bit different. It takes time to get used to that person, uh, and that may be the case here. They may just have a different, you know, way of doing it. Uh, you're probably not going to hear, oh, my, you know, maybe there's going to be another signature uh, statement or phrase that this person uses. So, you know, we'll see. And the oh, my wasn't his anyway. Correct. Mr. It. Enberg's, yes. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Well, right. I enjoyed it. Good, good calls. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your call. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Again, uh, we're doing an hour today. I, I didn't want to not do sports scene today and throughout the week here to give you a chance uh, to call in, but uh, it, it's looking like a long day here at the Hoover Met uh, because Florida's game is not going to come anywhere near uh, being on time uh, because this game is only in the third inning, and it was delayed to start with it didn't start on time and now there's a pretty darn good rainstorm here uh going on vince says i agree with others like someone with ties to uf who can also at least be somewhat objective what are your early impressions of todd golden i was skeptical skeptical at first but i'm pretty impressed uh and how there seems to be a different vibe much like football uh yeah i mean, I mean look he he's different but the 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 how you judge him is going to be on, obviously, wins and losses. Mike White was as great a guy and nice a guy as you ever want and, and ran, ran the right program, but, you know, he didn't win enough games or get to the NCAA tournament or win enough NCAA tournament games, Vince. So, you know, that's going to be the, the judging of Todd Golden, you know, his recruiting too. But in the end, you got to win enough games. He says, I'll always enjoy playing against you at Diamond Sports Park back in the day too. Wow. Vince, you're, you're old like me, man. No, I'm kidding. That, those, those days were a lot of fun for me. Played a lot of softball uh, with a bunch of really great guys, and I got to travel the country and play, and uh, it was with the southeast at least, and play a lot of softball. It's uh, 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Call us up, talk some sports as we're in a rain delay at the SEC Baseball Tournament in Hoover, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Southeast Car Agency 310, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, the place I purchased my cars for a very, very long time. The Cousins family does it right in many ways. First of all, first and foremost, never ever try to hard sell you they let you look around they let you test drive vehicles their salespeople are great they'll answer any questions you have but in the end it's your choice secondly they don't have any new cars none so that when you buy it they don't depreciate off the lot as soon as you take it away they do have the best in late model low mileage vehicles and because of where gas is these days they're doing their very best to get as many types of vehicles on their lot as they possibly can And remember, you want to see them in person? 
Go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue. Test drive them and check out these babies for yourself. And go to secars.com to find out more. When you go see them, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym, it was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352 352- 400-4550. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So much. It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing. Makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family. And that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's the perfect season to power your passions during Dell's Summer Sale event. Save up to $250 on the very latest Dell XPS computers and Alienware systems, all powered by Intel Core processors. You'll also find great savings on Dell monitors, docks, and other popular accessories. Special limited quantity deals start each weekday at 10 a.m. through May 31st. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Just call 800 by dell for summer sale event savings. That's 800 by dell From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High pressure builds at the surface and the mid-levels of the atmosphere today. That means partly cloudy skies and hot high temperatures. They will climb to the low 90s inland the upper 80s along both coastlines and that also means limited shower coverage. We'll get a couple of sea breeze storms popping up later on in the afternoon, but most spots staying dry today. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows near 70. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. We could go with the Tiger ever win another major again. Uh, I'm going to say no. I think he's committed to playing in the next two majors, but I don't know. I thought he would be stronger on this course. This course is difficult, but it's not difficult from the standpoint of walking the way Augusta is. But The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The WRUF Radio App. 
your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Well, I guess Mick is still the voice of the Gators until somebody replaces him. Uh, Sports scene here in soggy Hoover. The rain continues to fall. Rain delay, Alabama-Georgia game one only in the third inning, and Alabama leading five to one. By the way, I don't know if you saw, the conference announced its uh, baseball awards, only one Gator making first team. That was B.T. Ryapel. Wyatt Langford, despite his gaudy numbers, uh, is a second-team selection. The outfielders that were ahead of him, you could make a case for. Enrique Bradfield of Vanderbilt, Dylan Cruz of LSU, and Drew Gilbert of Tennessee. And uh, Dylan Cruz was uh, the co-player of the year. The all-freshman team, Brandon Neely, made it. So just three Gators making uh, any kind of all-conference team here, uh, and that's just how it is. All right, let's get calls from you, 392-8255. And, again, you can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Just tuning in, uh, sports scene till 1 o'clock today. The reason why we did that was because we thought we'd be prepping to get you ready for the South Carolina broadcast, but uh, that obviously is going to be delayed now. Who knows when? And uh, I feel really badly for the group that's got to play the final game tonight. I, we've been here when we played it, you know, past midnight and questioned the league, like, why are we playing this game when, you know, only parents and relatives will listen? But that's how it happened so anyway we'll, we'll do the best we can here alex is producing if you're just tuning in mlb nba if the, the new voice of the gators gets hired what are you looking for what what kind of person are you looking for homer are you looking for down the middle tell me what your preference would be as florida looks for that brand new person uh john Another John uh, emails. He said, Wyatt Langford, second team? Yeah. And look, sometimes you can make a direct correlation when you look at, it, at, at, a, um, at a league and its uh, top players. You can make a, a look and say, wow, now you, now you know why they were, you know, Tennessee finished where it finished. Or, but sometimes... It, it's it's different. I mean, take a look at the awards here with first team, right? Mississippi State had a first teamer, and look how badly they did, right? Tennessee had three on the first team. Vanderbilt had two. On the second team, Mississippi State actually had another player in Logan Tanner, who's behind the plate. Texas A&M, who did really well 
this year did not have a player on the first team uh, but did have three on the second team. So sometimes South Carolina didn't have any representation except Brent Belk as the DH on the second team. And to make matters worse if you're uh, rooting against Tennessee, the freshman All-SEC team had starting pitcher Chase Burns, starting pitcher Drew Beam, and first baseman Blake Burke. That That's pretty good. And on the defensive team, despite the Gators being a very good defensive team, nobody from Florida made it. So uh, pretty interesting. All right, we got some more calls here. I hope we, or rather, emails. Or we get some more calls. I'm, I'm a little bit uh, shocked that more people would not have a thought about who they'd like to see replace Mick. Um, so, anyway, we'll figure it out. It's actually raining harder now. If that's, it's not a downpour, but it is a steady, steady rain. And as I look down. Uh, it's funny, Alabama's pitcher is actually warming up on the side in the rain. So I don't know if that's an indication that the rain's going to stop and he's getting ready to throw or he's whatever. That's very unusual. Um, all right, let's get a call here. We'll start with Andrew. Andrew, welcome to Sports Scene. Yeah, how are we doing, Steve? All right. Yeah, um... Let me ask you about this one thing here. Regarding the MLB, talk about things that we're not used to seeing. But as of late, we'll just use this Cardinals, uh, for example. Uh, of all people, Yadier Molina is on the mound pitching in a blowout game. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts first. And then secondly, a uh, second follow-up question I'll just ask right now. Do you think this is watering down the product in the MLB? No. No. Um, I think what's, and, and I think sometimes, Andrew, and I'm not speaking for everybody who was an older fan, but I said this earlier. I think sometimes we judge athletics by our lens, you know, growing up in what we saw. And the only constant is change. I mean, look, everything's changed. The baseball that I grew up with has changed beyond drastically. Well, I mean, every once in a blue moon, you saw a pitcher back in the day, or a position player back in the day pitch. It's happened before, but it is happening more now. And the reason it is is because they don't want to risk, you know, putting out, an arm out there that is going to pitch in an absolutely meaningless game. So if it's 15 to 1, why throw a pitcher out there? Let Molina go out there and, you know, have a little fun. So if it's 17 to 1, so what? Yeah, it's uh, certainly good for a few laps. And, uh, you know, at 60 some miles an hour, uh, whatever the fastball is, 70, uh, when they do line to the shortstop or second baseman, it is kind of hilarious. Yeah, now, you know, it's, it's a two-edged sword, too, because if if you, you know, don't do well as a hitter, well, then, you know, that doesn't bode well for you either. 
But, you know, hopefully everybody laughs about it, and that's what should be done. But you could turn it around and say, well, it was a blowout game anyway, so he wasn't really trying to hit go for the seats, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I, he's gone forever. Oh, yeah. Which, well, have a, good, have a good day, Steve. I hope you get the game in. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. It, it, I think it'll get in, but it, it might not be for a while, Andrew. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call. All right. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com as we come to you from rainy, dreary Hoover. We are in a rain delay. In case you're just tuning in, uh, and we have absolutely no idea when uh, the Gator game will come on again. We're only in the third inning here, uh, and it is you know coming up on noon time locally here this game was i mean we we thought this game would start you know 2 30 or so eastern time uh i just don't see that well it's not going to happen there's, there's no way it would have to be a monumentally quick game for that to happen and then you have to get the field done so there, I mean, there's no way if i had to guess and <clears throat> if they took the tarp off right now uh, and this game would probably take a minimum of two hours, and I could take more than that. I think you're looking at Eastern time at 3.30 or more. That, that, that's just how it is. And the forecast, as I mentioned, is not good, and it's even worse tomorrow and Thursday. And I'm going to try uh, to talk to some of the SEC officials to see you know, what their plan might be. Because if that, in fact, does happen where you're either playing games in the middle of the night or in the early morning or whatever that might be, uh, is that really what you want to do? Is that really conducive for the kids, for the fans, you know, for everybody involved? If you If you play a late game like that, then, you know, come back the next day as an advantage to somebody or not. I mean, those are things I think that, you know, Greg Sankey and company are going to have to take a look at here because, once again, the weather uh, doesn't look very good. All right, let's get a call from Greg here. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. I was just calling about uh, Wyatt Langford not making all SEC first team. Um, I know you can't just go by stats, but... I can't believe that the guys ahead of the three guys that made it ahead of him are have better stats than he does. Can you go over what those guys, you know, what their lines were? I don't have them in front of me. They don't. They don't show that when they do the release. They just give the name, so I don't have it in front of me. Oh, okay. Well, I just, you know, I know he hit close to 370. Had 21 home runs and. Probably over 50 RBIs. I, I, well, I mean, you could certainly make a case uh, for him. No no question. But, you know, those other guys I know had good numbers. I, I, I can't directly compare them to Langford's. I don't have it in front of me. But, um, you know, those other guys were good too. I mean, I, I'm not dismissing them at all, but just it's too bad for Wyatt because he had such a great year that even with those numbers he can't make the first team because those other guys were good too. Yeah, that's true. I, again, I'm not not saying they they didn't probably deserve it too, but you would think maybe you know in a 
all SEC team, you would maybe have a fourth outfielder or something like that. To, you know, well, here to, you go. Yeah. I do. I, I do have one thing here. Um, Dylan Cruz leads the SEC with sixty runs, sixty-one runs scored, and second with sixty-seven RBI. And in conference games, he hit a league-best 16 homers and ranked first or second in slugging, runs scored, hits, RBI, and total bases. Deshara, second in the SEC at 382, led the league in slugging and on base percentage. And he's drawn a league-high 62 walks. So those are pretty good numbers. Oh, yeah, they are. Okay. Okay, thank you for your call. 1245 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. More to come as we will wrap up sports scene for this hour. Uh, and, again, we're gonna, only going to go to uh, 1 o'clock today. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. Florida Gator Baseball is preparing for the start of their SEC tournament run. They will play South Carolina. Coverage of that game begins after the conclusion of today's first game between Alabama and Georgia. At last look, the Crimson Tide lead the Georgia Bulldogs 5-1 in the third inning. The Gator men's tennis team has two players representing at the NCAA Individual Championships. Sam Riffis and Ben Shelton play in the second round today after winning their two matches yesterday in two sets each. The Tampa Bay Rays start a two-game set against the Miami Marlins tonight at Tropicana Field. Tune in for coverage of that game right here at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Leave it up to my friend and trusted realtor Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty, to come up with a program exclusively for his sellers. It allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home worry-free. With fewer homes on the market than ever before, buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of those offers, frankly, don't get accepted. Never experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott Caldwell's trade-in and trade-up program, sellers never find themselves stuck, and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has the buyers, thousands of them, creating higher demand and multiple offers, which means more money for you. Trade in and trade up with Scott Caldwell. This program is perfect for you. Learn more by calling 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Eat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville. Tie on a tube. Toss out a lure. Take a cruise. Ranger Boats, known for exceptional performance and unsurpassed design and craftsmanship. Polaris of Gainesville is your one-stop authorized tracker marine dealer for Ranger fiberglass bass boats, aluminum bass boats, pontoon boats, or Ranger's legendary saltwater series. Enjoy the biggest playground on earth. Visit Polaris of Gainesville and take your Ranger boat out to play. 
Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, -side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any maker model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Polaris of Gainesville is also hiring. Apply in person or visit PolarisofGainesville.com. Kids are amazing, and at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost, and your child can too. Apply today at FloridaKidCare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. I've been telling you for a long time now about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Well, this month, a brand new milkshake, and you know how good their milkshakes are. It's the Unicorn Shake, an explosion of magical flavors. If you're in a hurry, you can also order ahead at DickMondell's.com for a quick pickup. And Dick Mondell's is hiring new team members looking for competitive pay and flexible hours. Contact jobs at DickMondell's.com. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Great burgers, great salads, and great shakes, too. Patriots, if you love this country, then be it. Rock the Red. Rock the Red. It's a rockin' all-day rally with Eric Trump on stage in Ocala and on the big screen, the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experiences now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. Paid for by Rock the Red Florida. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, but you see, our ladies like theirs covered in dirt and chalk. Play ball! We are your home for Gators softball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are live in Hoover, where the SEC baseball tournament is still in a rain delay. Third inning, Alabama leading Georgia 5-1, to one, so it's going to be a while before Florida and South Carolina will tow it up. It is still raining. Uh, today, till 1 o'clock, we thought we'd be getting ready for South Carolina. Uh, we'll get to John next. John, welcome. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, uh, about the uh, next announcer, I want another Mick Hubert. I go all the way back to Otis Boggs, and you know, God bless him. He was he was great, but he was he wasn't all that good. David Steele to me was he'd put you to sleep. I know he was a good announcer. He put you to sleep. I want a Homer, and I want somebody that ties into the program. 
Well, I don't think David was a homer. Um, I, no, he I, wasn't. No. Yeah, I mean, that I think he, he called it more, you know, I don't want to say down the middle, but he didn't, you know. And, again, there's it, that's not to say one's right and one's wrong. And, you know, I, I'll, yeah. I'll speak up a little bit, John, about Otis, because I do think he he gets overlooked a lot. And, and he was a broadcaster, obviously, in a much different era. Um, but he did it for a lot of years here. So I mean, he was doing something right. Yeah. Oh, listen, I'll, you know, Otis was – here's what I like about Otis. Here's what I like about Nick. They bought into being a gator. Yep. You know, it was, it was a lifestyle for Otis and Nick. David Steele, not so much. I mean, he was way too bland, and he really – I mean, you you don't need some – I can listen to NBC or ABC and get an unbiased opinion. That's not what I'm looking for with that term RUF. Well, we're just an affiliate. We have nothing to do with the hiring of the broadcaster. We, we carry uh, the game that. just like everybody else does. I get that. I, I understand that, but I want to make darn sure that who I'm listening to is in hook, line, and sinker like Mick was. You know, Mick was not from Florida, had no connections, but he 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 played it. You know, he was a gamer. All right, that was. I got it. Thanks. I got it, John. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I think most people. Uh, by the way, the rain, while still raining, it is at least subsiding, and the sky has lightened up a little bit. The forecast here today is for on and off rain, and then it gets worse uh, tomorrow uh, and Thursday. So let's hope for some reason the forecasters are wrong, and uh, it gets better instead of worse. Uh, all right, we got about uh, three or four minutes left. Uh, if you got time for a call or an email, you can do so. I've got a couple of emails here to close. And, again, just we don't know what time the Gator game will be. Uh, keep listening here. Uh, we will update you as to the progress of this game. And, of course, we have to wait, get the field done, all that kind of stuff before game number two. Um, our last two emails I saved because they have to do with baseball. Ted says, Steve, if the Gators are to lose this game, does that cement them going to Miami? I think so. If they lose today, then I think they're definitely going to go to Miami as a two-seed. I don't think there's there's just an infinite, a really, really, really small chance that they would host. But I don't think they will. I think they'll go on the road. Now, does that mean that's a bad thing? No. Florida knows it can beat Miami. Florida knows it can beat Florida State. The only thing with Florida State that I would say that's different is that, you know, when Florida and Florida State play, you rarely see the other one's, you know, weekend arms because they're saved for the weekend could, could that change you know in a regional yes but when florida plays miami 
it's always a three-game series, and you always see, Ted, the, the, the arms. So that's why I think Florida would be extremely confident. The team that I saw uh, as the three seed the last from D1 baseball was Connecticut, and I think Florida A&M was the four seed. And, again, that's a team that Florida has played as well. So that is uh, email number one. The uh, second email is Jack. Uh, and he's got a similar question. He said, if the Gators run the table and win the SEC tournament, is there a chance they could host? Yes. Yes. I still think it's not a great chance. But if they were to run the table here and win as well as they have played down the stretch here, uh, that might give the committee pause to uh, make some changes. And, again, the way that regionals are done, there are some people that love it and some people that want to see change because the very word regional is – just that you you re area region area teams and some people are tired of seeing florida always go to miami or go to florida state you know i i remember going to indiana uh going to texas tech uh that was different they were they were different parks never seen them before uh, that was good to see that's gonna about do it for our show for today thanks for calling and listening uh, we'll do this again tomorrow, I'm assuming, because Lord knows what will happen with these games. But we hope to be doing it tomorrow uh, for at least one hour. So we hope you will join us for that. And if the weather cooperates, we can at least see what happens at day one of the SEC tournament. Thanks to Alex for producing today. We thank you for listening. And, again, just keep it locked here. We'll give you the information as we get it as to when Florida will play South Carolina. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. See you tomorrow. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, W.